On 1116 SEN, the Four Diegos. G'day, amigos, and welcome to the Four Diegos on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Rodrigo Rodriguez with you on a very cool Wednesday night. Vinny Venezuela is here as well. G'day, Vinny. In the house. Thank you very much, Rodrigo. Good yes. to see you. Good to see you. Look, look, I look ahead of me. Warren's not here. <laughs> there's a gap. There's, there's a gap. gap. Third week in, there's already a gap. He's a little bit nervous about mm. uh, the EPL starting this weekend, <laughs> Carlos, but you're in the house as well. Welcome. Absolutely, and uh, welcome to you guys. And I'm actually feeling, without Warren being here, I'm feeling like Liverpool is without Stevie G. <laughs> I've got this freedom to play tonight. Yes. I've got a free role in oh. midfield. Well, he he said that he wanted you to have a, a free reign tonight, which is why he couldn't he couldn't make it. He's a bit nervous, you know, with all the stuff that you know that's been talked about Liverpool and you know where are they going to finish, how are they going to go. So Warren's not in tonight, but uh, maybe he'll text in or call yeah. in if he's got some time. He but, won't uh, text. He's very very because he's technologically illiterate. <laughs> that's true. That's true. He's still got one of those fi- phones with the, yeah. you know the rotary dial. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, we've got a big show for you tonight. Hey, thanks to Finey on, and another great show. And, of course, the Wonder Years with the boys, as always, Zanners and Milney. And uh, Finey will be back tomorrow from 7. Make sure you you catch Finey again tomorrow. Hey, um, 942-911-16, we'll take your calls tonight. We'd love to hear yeah. from you. Um, the EPL starting. And, of course, the hot topic tonight, Vinny Venezuela. Well, Rodrigo Rodriguez, as, as, as is always the case at this time of year, it's, it's all about our dreams for our team. So it, yeah. the question tonight is what are your expectations for your team in the EPL yeah. for this season? Your expectations for your team? Yeah, well, like, for example, West Ham, I don't expect much from West Ham at all. Arsenal, if, if, they've, they've hit everything they wanted to now. They've got silverware. Is that your team, Vinny? Really? Yeah, it is my yeah, team. Yeah, you don't really talk about the I don't EPL. talk no, about it. You're, yeah. a, you're more victory man. I am you, a victory there's man. There's no Euro snob about you. No. No, I'm a man of the people. I've never heard you. Rodri- no, I've had leanings, 22 Carlos. years? 22 years? <laughs> you no, know, it's, it's the closest to beautiful football you're going to get yeah. you know, off the continent. You know, yeah. you, you're usually talking to me in Italian about the... Uh, no, you, no you, yeah. but the you're South American. Sure. No, you're South American. But, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. but you, you, <laughs> yeah. you're bilingual. You're, yeah. well, my, my parents or trilingual. Adopted. Adopted. That's adopted. right, that's right. But you talk about the beautiful City A and Juventus and... Napoli and what's the, the t- game of chess yeah. that is Sadia. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, I love yeah. that style. Going out not that to brand. lose. <laughs> I love I love the aggression they go out not to lose. That's right. They don't go out to win. They just go out not to lose. Controlling yeah. the game. Mm. One over the next couple of weeks, Vinny, I want your take on Europe. A bit, a bit more of a European <laughs> yeah. flavour. Back. Like sure. We still, are, we, are we going to bring out Vinny Venezuela's? Uh, Gee, I love this G- game. G- I love this game. The global scene, Vinny. Happy yeah. to do that. It means you have to do some homework, though. That's, I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, I got time. We we get text messages or at least one every six months asking for a European segment and. Yeah. Uh, you know, Perry. Perry wants a European segment. Absolutely. Le Jogo Bonito. No, that's right. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Send us a text message on zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. What are your expectations for your own team in the EPL? Yes, and Stephen in Richmond. Yes, I do have a spring in my pants uh, with the EPL coming up tonight. <laughs> yes, thank you, Stephen. Yeah. And uh, his wish is for Tottenham not to choke. Look, you know, there's a sameness about things. I know we're going to be talking about this, but there is a sameness about it. 
Uh, and Rodders, do you want to go? Perhaps we should go into your Q and A. Yeah, we will. Because we, by going to the Q and A, we'll be able to structure this properly. Because there's going to be a lot of people out there who are going to be saying big things about their clubs, but in reality, it's not going to be much different from other years, really. No, that's true. That's true. And we'll, we'll catch up with Mike McGrath a little bit later on as well, and we'll talk. There. So, so it's going to be a bit of an EPL flavour. But uh, look, obviously, with the FFA Cup mm. that's been happening over the last couple of uh, days and nights. Um, it's been fantastic stuff. Last night was uh, a really enjoyable night of football on Fox Sports. We had Melbourne Victory defeated Belmain Tigers 6-0. Uh, we also saw um, Sydney Olympic defeated, defeating uh, Gungahlin in, um, in Canberra uh, 1-0. Um, South Hobart lost to Sydney United FC 3-2. After being 2-0 up. Yeah, that, that absolutely. Danger- <laughs> Didn't anyone tell Healing Tassie that that's, <laughs> that's a dangerous right. lead, 2-0? <laughs> that's right. You don't want to be 2-0 up ever. In fact, yeah. you, you'd rather be 1-0 down than 2-0 up. Absolutely. absolutely. And Aaron Moy FC uh, defeated uh, Edgeworth <laughs> FC from Northern New South Wales uh, in Old Newcastle 2-1. I tell you what, he would have scored those goals, those set-piece goals against anyone in the world. They were so good. <laughs> absolutely. That was always a plan to score them. He doesn't want to yeah. go too close to goal. Has, has so he, glamour there. Has, I, know, I know that Man City came over and all the people from overseas came over and, they, and all the boys are at their best. We know training. They, 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 they're a bit, bit more, bit, bit of a pep in their step, and they, you know, they, they wear their gear a bit better, and they turn up to training on time. But I reckon Aaron Moyes lost a couple of kilos too. Oh yeah. Oh, he's he's uh, very going tight to the next fitting. level. Oh, the, yeah. the strip last night. Oh yeah. He looked very very oh. fit. And you know, didn't want to go off either. As you know, didn't want to go off. As you know, I call him the pasty piddler because <laughs> yeah. he's, he's yeah. got that ability. And and yeah. and that's uh, you know therein lie my hopes for that boy. Yeah. And but I you know I think someone should sort of put some fake tan his way so he can sort of <laughs> darken up a bit. You no, know he's only 18 years old too. No, he's only a young boy, but he looks a little bit older, but he plays way beyond his years. He his knows. skin folds. His skin folds are the best, would be the best in Australia at the moment. i tell you what, it was lucky he was there last night around Melbourne City FC. Uh, there'd be an inglorious exit. Uh, they won 2-1 in the end. Tonight, uh, Sydney FC defeated Sorrento FC from, uh, from Western Rosebud. Australia. <laughs> yes, I thought initially. 2-0. And uh, Adelaide United defeated Darwin uh, Darwin Olympic yeah. uh, Soccer Club 6-1 uh, Lions FC um, defeated Croydon uh, 2-1 and uh, Rockdale City Suns defeated Perth Soccer Club 3-1 yeah. so the romance is uh, is the FFA Cup and uh, Fox Sports continue to do a, a pretty done, good job I tell you what they do a great job going from ground to ground all the time but I still get a shock when that screaming <laughs> horn and <laughs> That's right. whatever they do uh, but but you, by the end of the by the end of the telecast, you kind of like it. Yeah. But geez, early on, you think, "My oh, God, what happened?" You know, <laughs> especially when you when there's a bit of pedestrian stuff going on. And we said I was watching Sorrento and Sydney, and Sydney had all the ball, and Sorrento were defending with their lives. Uh, but Sydney just decided just to hang on to the ball and possess them, and Sorrento were more than happy just to kick it anywhere. So uh, it was one of those games that you never ever thought Sorrento was going to. Uh, do any damage at all, and Sydney looked pretty good, even though they were against uh, pretty average um, opposition. You know, I was uh, reading up on the game uh, t- this morning, and uh, I just I got excited about the FFA Cup because I thought for for players playing against big teams, the the A League teams, how exciting is any opportunity to play with 
better players or a better quality and, and how good is it for your own team in terms of building the camaraderie yeah. and saying I had a crack at them and we may not have won but we, we went hard for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or we controlled the game for, for five even if it's for five minutes yep. you've got something to yep. to tell your grandkids for about For me I if I ever did a step over and, and sent Lee Broxham the wrong way <laughs> and it drops a shoulder and went the other way yeah. that would be yeah. enough yeah. to say that's me that's me done it's like George Costanzo with the with the joke. I'm leaving halfway through the meeting. That's, right. That's me done. <laughs> See you later, uh, because I'll never ever achieve anything higher than that. And uh, I think some of those boys. And you know, by the way, Sorrento too apparently took half a day off today from work and school, and they went out to dinner together before the game. Now that was their problem. They shouldn't have eaten Kentucky Fried <laughs> before the game. <laughs> you know, the meal deals and stuff like that just yeah. don't go well before the game. But you, know, you take the half day off, you celebrate it. They're probably partying tonight. Yeah, it's huge for these yeah. clubs. You know, even if you're like the, the job start fourth official and, <laughs> and to cop a spray from muskies, you, you know, <laughs> just right. once in your life That's saying, right. yeah, I was there, I was on the end yeah. and I told yeah. him to back off. And what have you got to lose just by going back at muskie and saying, you just pull your head in muskie. Yeah. you got nothing to lose. Yeah. You're never going to do it again. And what's Muskie going to do? Yeah. What, report you to the FFA? you just put him straight in the stands, wouldn't you? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good get, the, get the red card. I'd be so quick getting that red card. I'd drop it on the ground. I'd pick it up again and just slam it in. Off you go, Muskie. Happy days. Yeah. FFA Cup. Happy and, days. And I'd be happy if I made the ba- a wrong decision too. That's right. Well, there were 5,000 people there last mm. night at Belmain, which was huge. And there's a good text here. I was looking for Blocker Roach and Benny Elias uh, <laughs> playing for Belmain Tigers. That's John in Port Melbourne. But, uh, you know, that's, that's a good fundraiser for them. You know, it, it was it was a big thing for them to have the A-League champions uh, there yeah. in, in Belmain. So, um, but they got smashed 6-0 in the end. But uh, it was a uh, Melbourne, Melbourne victory. Tried last night. They had they had some good players on the park. They yeah. Um. They looked good. They didn't. They took it. You know. They didn't. You know. Like yeah. you know. Lay back and yeah. take it easy. I think they 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 they, they played within themselves. But six yeah. nils a, a good victory. Just a, just a bit of a message to to Bobo Barisha. Mm. <laughs> you know, smile. It's a friendly. It's mm. it's a, you know it's a, it, it's it's part of training. No, it's Carlos. Like, it's like no. He, it's like he didn't want to play last night. He begrudgingly went on the field. He scored a goal begrudgingly. Uh, it, it's like he didn't want to go. Then when he went off, he was sort of you know he was down. It, was, it took a bit of a joke from Kevin Musket for him to smile. Come on, enjoy your football. You're only getting paid eight hundred thousand dollars a year. He has resting Bobo. bitch face, right? He has that. That's his look. We're not going to criticise him for yeah. that. That's his game face. That's yeah. his life face. Mm. Yeah, it's true. It's fair. <laughs> it is the Q and A with uh, with me, and we'll start the Q and A um, about the English Premier League starting tonight. Who will win it? And we'll start with Matt in Cheltenham, who's uh, called us on nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Matt, welcome to the show. Uh, good evening, Diego's. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank good, you. Mate. So, how are you feeling about Chelsea's chances this year? Uh, I'm, I'm feeling good, but before I get to that, I think two rules for life are never trust the Dutch and Albanians never smile. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Is that racist? I don't know. Yeah, I'm no, not sure. I'm not isn't sure it the other that. way around? Yeah. <laughs> uh, truth is always your defence. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, I am, I am really looking forward to uh, season ahead. Uh, I don't necessarily believe uh, all the pundits who seem to have uh, Chelsea as, uh, as having it won already. Um, Are you a Chelsea uh, supporter, Matt? Absolutely. Matt, you're just putting a lid on it. Of course they've got it won. <laughs> uh, I think City is still the rival. No. Um, if if uh, the voyeur was to actually open his wallet and uh, buy a proper striker, they would be dangerous. But until that happens, uh, they won't be anywhere near it, neither will United. Um, but I am looking forward to uh, to 
to Chelsea stepping it up this year. Watch Falcao come in and just uh, clean up with the goals. Like Mourinho will just turn that boy around and, and say something like, do it for your mother. He'll whisper it in his ear and then suddenly they'll be awash with goals and they'll have another prong. Mm. I agree. I absolutely agree. And, uh, and Remy's not a bad uh, third wheel either. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I just think uh, they've got a, a bloke who's won everything as their, as their manager, and he's won it in different countries at different times, and uh, he's just a winning coach. He's got a team that really hasn't got any worse. In fact, they've got rid of some of the some of the people who were on their way out um, after a, such a spectacular career at Chelsea. Drogba's gone, and a few of the younger kids who couldn't make it. Uh, but, you know, Diego Costa and, um, you know, the... Just, just the, the whole squad is just strong. They're going for, obviously, back up with John Stones uh, from Everton uh, to probably cover for someone like a John Terry who's at the twilight of his career. But John Terry certainly had a good season last year. So, for me, they're just not going to miss a beat. And what's the thing about Chelsea is that they, they, they're ready and primed to win over a 38-week season where you've got someone like an Arsenal who will be good in patches. They will be good in 10-game 10 10 segments uh, but can they do it for 38? Can Man City, even though Man City have shown that they have been able to do it for 30, 38, but then you've got Liverpool. Can they do it for 38 weeks? Uh, Chelsea just got such a, uh, a history with this, with Mourinho, that I, I've just got no question that they're going to win it again. Yeah, I reckon uh, the other thing with Chelsea is that... Uh they won Champions League, and I think that to win Champions League, you've just got to be uh, on fire day one, and and you've got to be hungry and 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 organised, and I think that and disciplined, and I think that Mourinho does keeps that discipline in the dressing room really, really well, and I think that ACL um, Champions League yeah. title is the thing that really is going to spur him on to to keep sort of the fire in their loins. Yeah. Hey, thanks for your call, Matt. Uh, good luck to Chelsea. But, uh, boys, who, who's going to win it? That's that's the question. Well, for me, it's it's clear. I, I think it's Chelsea for sure. Um, they, even though they've they lost the, the Kissing His Sister charity shield on the weekend against Arsenal, who, surprise, surprise, were a little bit aggressive uh, with the way they went about it. But, you know, that's just... The uh, kids have grown up. Yeah, it's, fun, it's funny. The uh, I don't know if it was John Terry or one of the experienced players, players at Chelsea... He said the one 0 loss against Arsenal was what they needed. <laughs> I don't think uh, playing under Jose Mourinho, you're going to have any lapses at all. Uh, you're going to be there in the first or second or a close third uh, position for most of the season. And if you're in those situations, up until the last round, you're a chance. They're just too battle hardened. They're too they're winners, and these are the guys that can win five or six premierships in a row and still spew up. If they don't win the sixth, the seventh one, you know that's never enough. Yeah, it's just never enough. They are winners. He's just got a team of winners, and Jose Mourinho can still spit the dummy with the best of them, hmm. and uh, and that's why I just think they're just, you know, they 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 claw and scratch, and they're just a winning winning outfit. But you knew you knew the mind games had started because Mar- Mar- Mourinho actually praised uh, Arsenal, and you think what's going on there? <laughs> Wenger wouldn't like that. He, he well, wouldn't he be did, ready. Well, I don't know if he praised them, but he sort of said so that he said they were organised. They play from the back really well. No, they, no, no. He said more like they're they're abandoning their philosophy. There's the whistle, and that 
well, they, they're abandoning their philosophy and they've got rid of, and they, they just got Wenger offside completely because he was suggesting that they're playing a defensive brand of football and that really, really uh, fired up Wenger. I think uh, Bournemouth will win it. Uh, they, <laughs> they were fantastic against Philadelphia Union when they won uh, 4-1. So looking forward to Bournemouth this year. Okay, who will be the surprise? <laughs> Clearly Bournemouth. But uh, who will be the surprise? That's the next question. Geez, I think uh, we were looking at uh, Watford <laughs> coming up. Now, I think that they were looking at their pedigree and their links. They've got a few links to Italian clubs and um, and their owners. Yeah, their owners. And you know, Gino Pozzo. It sort of smacks Pozzo, of that whole. Pozzo. You know, we look look at That's Melbourne better. City. How well they've done having the depth. <laughs> and, you know, the big clubs overseas helping them. I think the same with, with Watford. I reckon um, yeah, they, they're going to be solid. They've, they've brought in uh, players from the continent, Vinny. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I suppose they finished second in the championship. But really, um, if they stay up, they've done well. Yeah, solid. Yeah, solid right. is yeah. staying up. I, I think any, any of these sides that have gone on to build something... After they got promoted, I'm talking about the Crystal Palaces, the Southamptons, these sort of teams that have built built on mm. it. Uh, they need to have that first good year, so they need a good run of games where they, you know, are comfortably in the middle of the of the of the standings halfway through the season, and then they can afford to drop off because their players are getting injured or they're out of form or have a bit of a, a patch or whatever it may be. So uh, I I don't think any of the promoted sides would necessarily surprise us. Uh, if they stay up, that's a good result. I don't think that any of them are good enough to finish in the top four, for example. Who's most at risk in, in terms of going down out of those Bournemouth, Watford or Norwich? It's early to say. I mean, this is... Yeah, early, we, I haven't seen enough of them, but the thing yeah. is, Bournemouth won the league and, and that was a surprise even at the championship level. Mm. Uh, and they did it with... I went through their list of players and, they, they, I mean, I was looking for Ted McDougall, who was their star striker in the 70s. He's not playing, so... Uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But, but were you surprised? They're a, they're a team that not so long ago were, were actually broke and they were going to close them down. So uh, they are obviously a very good team that's coached very, very well. And that'll take you a long way, especially when it's still sunny and not too cold over there. You can play some good football, get a few points under your belt before Christmas, and then you can afford to have a bit of a slump when it gets a bit congested a bit later on. Uh, like I said, Watford played good enough football to finish second. Norwich came through the playoffs, but we have had teams come through the playoffs before and stay up. So um, who, who knows? I haven't seen enough of them, but you mm. just go through what what they've achieved last year, I suppose. It is an exciting time, always, the start of the English Premier League. So looking forward to that. Um, please don't tip Chelsea to win, Carlos. Uh, <laughs> that means uh, we'll be out of the top four, LOL, bad with predictions. I, I, I t- me? I'm pretty good with predictions. Well, not, just not, say. not with crowd predictions. And, uh, uh, <laughs> that's true. That's true, yeah. absolutely true. I, yeah, I can't pick a Liverpool uh, crowd. But, uh, but there's no way Chelsea will drop out of the top four, number one. And if they don't finish in the top two... Uh, I think we should wrap up this show. <laughs> there you go. It'll be the same four or five again, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just think Chelsea's just too good. The other sides haven't. I mean, Man, you have recruited quite well, mm. but they've got a long. They're coming from a long way back. Maybe they'll be the surprise this year. Mm. Who knows? Uh, thirty-eight games. They've got to do it for thirty-eight games. That's their problem. Look, Wayne Rooney has got to have the season of his life, and he hasn't had the season of his life for a long, long time. For for Man, you to win the league, he's the one who's got to be unstoppable. And he hasn't done that for a long time. Although uh, Depay, I think this the, the new boy Depay that they're all talking about uh, on paper looks yes. good. I haven't seen him play, but uh, what he, I think he's got twenty goals out of thirty oh, games. Yeah. He's, he can he, can he's score. A, he's, a, he's a Dutch boy wonder, yeah. Vinny. 
So that'll be exciting for them. And Swinesteiger is, is, is a really good pickup. Uh, he didn't have a, such a, a great time of it in Germany last year. He played 15 games, but the games he did play, he played very, very well. Mm. And we all know how much of a, of a class player he is. If he's at his best, suddenly they've got something in midfield going uh, for them too. That's what they said about Di Maria at Man U. The, the four games he played very, very well. He played very, very well. The rest were just forgettable. Yeah. Well, Pep Guardiola's basically said that um, Schweinsteiger hasn't been fit for the last three three years or so. Yeah, so, he's been a bit injured. But, yeah. but he also said when... Because, uh, I mean, that's what... That's oh, when made, he is fit. Yeah, that's what made the headline. But when he does well play, anyway. yeah, he's, yeah. he's a great player. Oh, yeah, he wasn't bagging yeah. him. He was saying yeah. that he will do well in the English Premier League. But um, oh, you, These guys are subtext... Rodders. Oh, right. The, the no, subtext you know, is, yeah, Pep probably didn't want him to go. Yep. Swinesteiger said, I need to go. So that's a little bit of a subtext right. there, oh, is no, that no. you're getting a dud, you're getting a lemon, as Vinny would say. Right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Di Maria. That's a, that's a new word for lemon. I thought he was giving him a hug on the way out. No Carlos. way, Vinny. That, there you uh, go. That Rodrigo. A, that's Rodrigo, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm looking right. at... Rodrigo that's saying, right. didn't he? But uh, no, he actually gave him a bit of a slap on the nah, back of the head. See, I, I didn't pick that up. Yeah, on the way out. See, you know, after 22 years, you pick these things up. <laughs> yeah, not Rodgers. me. Yeah, not me. No. All right, let's take a break now. And uh, that was the uh, Q&A. We, we, Did uh, we finish it? We, yeah, there was only one whistle. So <laughs> only one whistle. I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, there you go. Yeah. That's a good A-Rod's whistle. getting bored. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't give him the signal. Yeah. He, he must have been interested. So uh, there you go. That's the Q&A. Um, don't forget the hot topic on 0433981116. We'll catch up with Mike McGrath very, very soon. This is the Four Diego's on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. My dog was about my only friend. I told my wife that a man needs at least two friends. So she bought me another dog. This has been a sad coaching moment. By the four Diego's. On 1116 SEN, the four Diego's. On a cool Wednesday night here in Melbourne on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Thanks for your company, 9429-1116. If you want to have a chat with the Diego's, there's only three of us, so you be the fourth Diego with all the FFA Cup stuff happening, the EPL starting this weekend. We'd love to hear from you. We'll catch up with Mike McGrath um, a little bit later on and uh, get his take on the upcoming English Premier League season. By the way, yes, Carlos. Uh, listen, I'm not sure whether you guys, you know, we didn't discuss this in our pre-match, three pre-show two-hour meeting. Yes, yeah. Uh, we talked about a lot of other stuff. did you see the little, uh, the promotion? Well, not, I don't know if it's a promotion, but uh, Ronaldo's little homeless man in, in impersonation... Today in the square in Madrid, no, and uh, and there's a video. People would have seen it. Please just Google uh, Ronaldo homeless man. It just it's fantastic. He uh, he actually gets, so he's he, acting as a he impersonates a, yeah. a, a, a homeless man in the middle of this, a busker, and uh, and he's wearing you know the, the fat clothes and the and the wig and, and glasses and, and he starts playing with the ball and he starts trying to engage people in the street and no one really. When he, when he first starts, no one really cares about him because he's a he's a yeah. homeless man or a busker or whatever. And uh, suddenly, a kid takes interest and he starts sort of kicking around with the kid. And the kid's you know wants to doesn't care who he's kicking it with. He's just kicking it with him. And uh, and then uh, eventually takes off the the wig and takes off the glasses. And suddenly, everyone in the square freaks out and he gets mobbed. Yes, but he gives I think he gives a soccer ball to the kid and and stuff. But it's really fantastic nice. if you get a chance to watch the video. It was in it's all in um all the online papers mm. at the moment and everyone's tweeting it and retweeting on social media. So uh, have a look at it if you haven't had a chance. Yeah, very very touching stuff by mm. the uh, 
very wealthy um, Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> That's right. Let's go through some uh, text messages on zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. The hot topic tonight was uh, what are your expectations for your own uh, team in the English Premier League this season? Uh, Dalton in Frankston, Arsenal will win the title, and the difference is check. Check. Checkmate. He will be the difference in tight games. Arsenal have Sanchez, Walcott and Giroud. All can score 20-plus goals, not including others. We can defend with the mighty uh, Mertesacker, um, and it's basically Arsenal's title to lose. Yeah, I, I get Gee, worried. I, I get really worried about... I mean, it's great that he's recruited a proven goalkeeper that's won things. That's fantastic. It's something that, the, that Arsenal haven't had for a long time. And it will give enormous confidence to everyone. But if he has a good year, it means Arsenal are not necessarily winning every game. If, you, if your goalkeeper's been busy, uh, it means that you're not uh, dominating games. And you'd think if to win a league, your goalkeeper yep. wouldn't have much to do. I've got to say, I was very happy that uh, Czech went to the Gunners because I think he, starting having a good keeper... Is a good thing. Starting yeah. from the back, you build your team from the back, and then then worry about the other stuff. But uh, so that made me happy, and it also made me happy for Peter Cech because he's he's too good a player yep. to be sort of on a bench playing second fiddle to anyone. Yeah. So I think that'll be great, and I think his experience hopefully uh, will pay dividends for that dressing room as well. You know, yeah. the Gunners are often accused of having a, being a bit on the young side, and well, Roy Keane's called them a, a, a team that's more interested in selfies and washboard stomachs and their hairstyles yep. and stuff like that. For them to win the league, Ozil has to have the the like I said with Rooney, he's got, yep. he's got to have the season of his life. Jack Wilkesy, Wilkesy, Wilkesy the same. Aaron Ramsey the same. They all got to commit. It's the injuries, Carlos. They no, get injured. The, the Gunners, no, the, the, their key players get injured all the time. Today we had on half show. We had uh, who's your uh, the hot topic was who is your uh, EPL side and and why'd you start following them? The number well, that's of a good Arsenal, hot topic. yeah, <laughs> the number of Arsenal supporters that rang in. And and spoke about their love for Arsenal and stuff like that. They would be sick and tired of the fact that they've got all these gloriously talented players, but they just can't aren't consistent enough. And consistency is not all about injury, too, Vinny. But they just don't deliver every time. Theo Walcott, Fennigham, he's been on the on the brink yes. since he was 18, 16 years old. He's been on the brink of being a great player. What's he now? Thirty five. Yeah. No, no, he's not thirty five. <laughs> but what I'm saying, he's been there a long time. Yes. And guys like him have got to have. Season of his life. If he does, Ramsey does, Wiltshire does, Oxlade Chamberlain does, Ozil does, Czech will already. You know that he'll deliver because he's from Chelsea. Carlos, on paper, the Gunners have got a fantastic squad, but as I said before, they get done in by injuries. Like they'll when they like when a Ramsey or a Wiltshire are, are in top form, they'll. They'll, they'll be out for two or three weeks and then the team loses momentum a little bit. And yeah, that's not, what hurts always, it's not that's always, what hurts It's not always injury winning. I mean, Chelsea have injuries. I mean, winning teams have injuries too. Uh, I just think they've got to Young commit. winning teams. Young winning uh, teams. You don't win things with more. kids, Vinny. They're not kids anymore, you Carlos. Kids anymore, Carlos. With medium They're adolescents. Okay, well... It, it could be the year for Arsenal. It could be. Uh, well, it could be no. the... They might come no. second. Well, first to fourth. Anyway, Scunthorpe United, what about them, says uh, Dean in Crib Point. He thinks uh, Newcastle may go down this year. So there you go. There you go. Gee, there's a team that's under pressure. Well, they've got McLaren as a, as a manager, and he's not always the most celebrated manager in world football. Even though he Journeyman. Well, you know, he actually, remember, he, he did so well to become, and he ended up being the England manager, manager, and then he got chased out of the country for that. Went over to Holland, did really well there. He's come back. 
Uh, and, you know, he's just not ever, ever been respected. So he needs to have a really good year with uh, Newcastle to really build, rebuild the, the respect in his career. John in Port Melbourne, my top four, Chelsea, Arsenal, United and City. Warren will tip Liverpool for top four and they'll finish no. 11th. Rogers <laughs> sacked by November. Yeah. There you go, John. There's a couple of predictions there. They're good predictions. No, no they won't sack Rogers. I mean, he's just too nice a guy. But uh, Nice guys have been sacked, Carlos. Uh, no, he'll be. No, he also can manage too. Look, Claudio again, Ranieri Liverpool, looks like yeah, a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Everyone loves Claudio. Liverpool. Uh, Daniel Sturridge is everything to them. Now he was injured for a long yeah, period of last, season, of last season, but he is everything to them. Uh, and there's a few others who uh, have just got to get that consistency. I, even though they didn't sort of completely destroy Brisbane here in the friendly and also Adelaide. Uh, I like the fact that they shared the load with the likes of Milner and Henderson, and uh, they, I didn't see any of Coutinho or any of these other guys. But they got Firmino, 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 uh, Firmino yep. from uh, he's a Brazilian boy who comes with a lot of a uh, lot of uh, great performances um, in Germany, and uh, so uh, he um, they, they've got a side that's capable. But again, it's all about consistency. And uh, and really committing, and let's see what they you know any of those teams can knock on the door of the four, top four, including Tottenham, as we, uh, if they have that run of games where they toughen up and and don't have those lapses. My theory has always been that uh, the teams that win have got at least three gun players playing all the time and combining, and when you've got sort of that minimum of two or three, yep. you're always dangerous. And, and I think Liverpool were at their peak with Suarez and Sturridge and yep. Sterling coming up. Mm. So it'll be interesting. I think Liverpool will will give it a good slog. I think they're, they're putting in... They, they know how to play and they're organised and they'll, they'll probably be as consistent as they possibly can be with the personnel that they have. Johnny Port Melbourne's the fourth Diego tonight via text. Arsenal haven't got the bottle to win the league. Chelsea for me. So he's sticking with uh, yeah. the Chelsea message. 0433981116 if you want to be the fourth Diego. Uh, who's this? Barnston Reth United for the title. That's Josh Yanelthum. Um That's interesting. <laughs> Never heard of them. No, me neither. But Barnston yeah. Reth. That's, yeah. how I, that's how he spelt it. Yep. Anyway, thanks, Josh. Um, never heard of them. Dean in Crib Point, I'd like Chelsea to go to do better in the Champions League and go back-to-back. Back. Should never have got rid of Czech. It'll come back to bite Chelsea. Oh, Courtois is a pretty good keeper. And, in fact, they kept Czech out of, the, mm. out of the first team all last season. That's why they allowed him to go. Czech's a world-class keeper still. And I think he's going to be, he's going to be the, one of the best handful of keepers in the in the English Premier League again this season with Arsenal. Carlos, you know, you've been you, you've been on the the track when 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 players are vying for positions. Like how do you choose between a Czech and a Courtois? Like, you know, like what hap- what goes wrong at training for Peter Czech yeah. not to get in, to Good get question. a look in? I, I think it's one of those ones where Courtois, I'm not sure who he's playing with. I'm sure our listeners would know. Uh, I think it was in Spain, he was loaned out to a Spanish team. Uh, or a team outside England, anyway, and he was playing really well there, and uh, and there the was big money thrown at him to move. Uh, of course, by moving, he would have moved away from Chelsea, who was loaning him out to this other club. So Chelsea almost forced Chelsea's hand in that they had to sort of bring him into the squad. Now, once they brought him to the squad, this guy is a gun keeper. So you got to bring him into the squad, and you actually got to play him. So they had to make a choice between having Czech coming to the end of his career. And this young gun keeper, who's probably going to be in the 
probably the handful of best goalkeepers in the world for the next 10 years. So they just it was just one of those transition issues, I think, Vinny. Mm. So uh, we've got to remember behind Courtois, they had before, um, I'm not sure, actually, well, I'm not sure if Chick was there, but they had Schwarzer. Remember, Schwarzer, Schwarzer yeah, was a yeah, backup. He was definitely there. He was third. Well, was it third or second? He was number three. I thought yeah. he was second there for a little while, but anyway. There go. We've got a mm. few fifth Diego's or fourth Diego's tonight. Dean and Crew Points uh, sent a few text messages in. All, always does. Thanks, Dean. My top four EPL Chelsea, Arsenal, Southampton, wow. Man City, Man U, Liverpool, Tottenham. That's more than top four. <laughs> That's Dean. right. Um, so you definitely are a four Diego. But, uh, so let's go Chelsea, Arsenal, Southampton, yeah. Man City, Man U, Liverpool, and Tottenham. In your QA, I didn't get to say it's like this. A quadrille. Yeah, I didn't right. get to say this, Rodgers, yes. but. Uh, I thought Southampton could be one of the teams to surprise, but then I was thinking maybe second-year Blues <laughs> because uh-huh. obviously they had a really good season under Cooman last year, uh, but uh, but whether they can back up again. They haven't lost too many players. I know Sidon Lynn has gone to Manchester United. He's an important player to them, but at least they didn't lose as many players as they did the year before when everyone thought that they were going to really struggle. He's an anonymous uh, fifth Diego. Should have given yourself a pseudonym like us. Uh, Diego Costa is injury prone, and if Matic gets injured, Terry will be exposed. Chelsea won't win. Yeah, but uh, Co- they, they won games without Costa last season, and look, they're just tough. They're just a tough, mm. tough team. Okay, before we go go to a break, Carlos, we're, we're going to catch up with Mike McGrath a little bit later on, talk more English Premier League, Vinny Venezuela. But what about, what about some of our Aussies? Overseas, yeah. um, let's let's talk about some of the some of the move. The biggest the biggest move has to be Matty Ryan, of course. Yeah, that- Matty Ryan, uh, of course, went to Valencia and he's played two games so far as friendlies as the number one goalkeeper. Um, they they've got a Brazilian goalkeeper there, plays for a Brazilian national team. His name escapes me right now, but uh, he um, he's he's actually <laughs> yeah, Inio oh. something. He, uh, <laughs> he's um, he's actually injured at the moment, so Matty's starting. Obviously, as the number one keeper in, uh, against Eindhoven last week, uh, kept a clean sheet on the weekend against Porto. Again, kept a clean sheet, but they lost on penalties. So he's doing everything right at the moment. All the, all the uh, noise out of uh, Spain at the moment is they're really happy with him. Now, for me, I'm excited about that. But, uh, no, it wasn't Fred. <laughs> no. uh, I'm excited about that, but I'd, I'd be more excited if we had a player playing in Spain and everyone talking about if he was a striker. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I mean, it's great having a world-class goalkeeper, but, you know, for us you still to, need a back four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'd like a, a, someone who'd put the goals for fun at the top of the tree yep. there, Vinny, too. So, uh, but good on Matty because uh, he's only great. young, 23 years old, and he's going to be a world-class keeper by the end of his career anyway. And uh, any others there, uh, Carlos? What, what's another? Can, can we, 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 I don't know that we uh, sort of uh, congratulated Mitch Langerak as well because I think he's gone from number two to a number one. Well, they st- no, he's still closer to number one. Yeah, there's, there's no such thing as just going there as a number one uh, when you've come as a number from number two somewhere else. I think you've got to vie. For, but you've probably got a better chance at Stuttgart. They'll, because they'll do, it'll be a percentage on the contract. You've got a 60% chance <laughs> of playing no, no, you're just, as opposed to a 10% chance. When Stuttgart comes, you, you have to look at their team sheet and they keep saying, I'm better than him. Yeah. Right At uh, at Dortmund, uh, the captain of the club was the goalkeeper before him. So they were never going to drop the captain of the club, even though Mitch got something like 30 games in five years and played quite well every time. Uh, he uh, he played for them. Looking forward to seeing how our boys go in their clubs overseas. There's a hell of a lot more. We'll cat. We'll we'll go through those maybe a little bit later on and over the next couple of weeks. So let's take a break now and come back with more of the Diego's on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. You know what EPL stands for? 
every player loaded. To all English Premier League coaches out there, happy coaching. This is the Four Diego's. And uh, coming up after Diego's, it's all night appetite uh, on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Just enjoy that music there for a little while. But uh, hey, the the hot topic tonight on 0433981116, Vinny Venezuela. What are your expectations for your EPL team this season? There you go, 0433981116. Getting a few. And um, I just want to address uh, Barnstonworth United because uh, I did Google it. Yep. And... Uh, there's a number of Barnstoneworths, uh, but uh, mm. just got a, a, a text here from uh, Barnstoneworth United was the club featured in the Ripping Yarns episode, Golden Gordon, starring Michael Palin. Hilarious. Regards, Roberto P.S. Love the self-styled Four Diego's promos. Thank you. Nice. We, uh, yeah, I've been doing it for 22 years yeah. now. But uh, hey, <laughs> you thanks, uh, Roberto. You've got yeah. a, a uh, Diego's name there. But, uh, but I think there's actually a few. There's a Barnstoneworth in... Melbourne, yep. um, you know, Strathfield in the Essendon it's area. It's a franchise. It's, it's, it's a, a barnstorming yeah. <laughs> um, name. But, uh, hey, thanks for your text messages tonight. Uh, Gaffer, um, Saints to fall, Hammers to be flying high till Christmas, then drop to 10th. Man, you to clear out with Chelsea at the top and go to the last day. Gaffer, Nostradamus, <laughs> Diego. That Good is name. the fourth Diego yeah. tonight because um, Warren's not here. Um, That's interesting. Saints to fall. Second year blues, obviously, with uh, Kumani suggesting there. Hammers to be flying high. I suppose Slavon Bilic is the new manager there, and uh, I suppose he wants to prove a point or two. And I just can't imagine. Of course, Hammers are close to my heart, and there's nothing that makes me more happy to see them have a great season, but I just can't see it. I've had, what, I've probably followed them for 40 years. I've had 40 years of pain. Yeah, and the, and the time I've known you now, Carlos, which yep. is a long year. Yeah. It's a long time. You've, I don't talk. I don't not gush. effusive. I don't no, gush, no. gush, no. If, Jeez, if, you, you, if this Diego show went back to the 70s, mm, I'd be gushing. Yeah. Because in those days, I didn't know any better. I just, you know, I used to get on the big match, West Ham. Uh, There's a sadness in your voice when you talk about yes, yeah, yearning, no, no, a yearning. Yeah, well, I was, I was naive yearning. back then that I thought that they could come good. <laughs> yeah. It's like when he says Rogic's name. There's a yeah. yearning. There's a hope for something greater. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. The seventies. Yeah, there's a lot of West Ham fans. People talk about Liverpool fans. There's a lot of West Ham fans in Australia. Yes. And if West Ham came came here to play, no one would go because we'd be too ashamed. <laughs> To let other people know we broke for West Ham. No, we. You're that's not true, Carlos. Know, no, Carlos. I know it's true. That's not true. I know it's true. What chance? Uh, Liverpool. Oh, sorry. Leeds United ever coming back to the Premier League? I long for the days of Billy Bremner. That's huge. Again, the the seventies and uh, when that Leeds team was a fantastic team under Donny Revy and they uh, had so many great players in that team. Um, you know, it's really surprised me because obviously they went bust. You know, back in the Harry Kuehl and the Mark Viduka days with David O'Leary and so forth. But that was that's got to be almost ten years ago yeah. now, doesn't it? I mean, really, we're talking about uh, Leeds fans out there would clarify this. But when they went, when they nearly went broke, um, that would have the nineties. The they had their was would have been like no. Uh, when, when Harry Kuehl was playing for yeah, them, yeah, they would have been like 2000. mid mid nineties, early. No, so so yeah. No, no, Viduka, late nineties, late nineties. Yeah, when Viduka scored, you know those yeah, four goals. It would have been early two thousands because yeah. cause Harry Kuehl was only a kid playing in the nineteen ninety seven right. World Cup yep. qualifiers. So it would have been early two thousands yep. when they were a gun team, uh, made the semi finals of the Champions League, I think, and uh, and they would really 
uh, a tough team to beat great. in the great English Premier League. Great to watch and uh, under David O'Leary. Uh, then they w- nearly went broke. Mm. I think they did almost go broke and then they've gone downhill since. It just shows that it takes a long time for clubs to recover and mm. they just don't look like... I mean, they're a big club leads. I mean, if they ever get back to the English Premier League, they'll pack their stadium. Mm. They're probably packing it now in the championship, but uh, but they just haven't been able to recover. Just always mid-table, you know, top, you know, the top, you know, the bottom half of, you know, the, of the championship. Of, yeah. yeah, they just can't get it together. But they're a club with the pedigree and the history. And I think if they ever get their act together and build a, a really stylish, uh, successful team, that they could actually do very well in the EPL again. What about uh, Pompey for the title? That's uh, Matt in Ballarat. <laughs> are they out of administration? I think they yeah. are. I mean, they, look, they're, they're a team, obviously, that under Harry Red that many years ago were in the EPL. Remember they made the FA Cup final and they were going to get relegated at the same time. So, uh, yeah, I haven't really kept a close eye on what uh, Portsmouth's been doing in the championship. But, look, again, they might have their heyday again. Who knows? Jeez, I've got to say, the text messages for Chelsea were, they were absolutely, you know, it's going to happen for yeah. them. But, uh Thibaut Coutois first was on loan at uh, Atletico Madrid. Thank you for clarifying uh, thank that. Thank you for that. A bit worried about Chelsea for me. They were frail at times last year and haven't really fixed any of it. That's Dave in Rip and Lee. Well, uh, let's, let's have a look at their squad. The team, the play, the teams that they brought, or the players they brought in. Um, they've got uh, Nathan from uh, Atletico Paranaense. They've got uh, Falcao, and they've got Bergovic, obviously a goalkeeper from Stoke City. Now, sorry, uh, they've got Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. Nathan. Yeah, I don't know anything about from him. Atletico. There's some guy in Spain called Nathan. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I'm loving that. It's true. But all, all I to Chelsea fans out there who think that they haven't recruited well, if Jose Mourinho have only has only brought three players in. That's all he needed, because he would bring in whatever he needed to, you know, with Abramovich's money and and also him demanding it. He would bring anyone he he would want into that squad. Now Falcao, a lot of people on the SMS are saying he was a dud. He was lame at um, uh, PSG at, or no, no, Man no, U. at Man U. And uh, but you got to remember, before he joined Man U, he was scoring for fun yeah. for Monaco, just scoring for fun. He was the most prolific goal scorer in Europe, almost. Uh, and Jose Mourinho, for him to pick him up after such a poor season last year, uh, you'd think he has got great confidence. That he Mourinho can knows it. something. He does. He, he knows something. He knows something. And this guy could be the, the guy that could get, you know, could get the goals uh, with Diego Costa. Could be that uh, that sort of mix of uh, strikers that he's looking for. Phil in Werribee sent a love message to uh, Warren. Liverpool have never been better prepared to finish fifth. <laughs> Liverpool have never been better prepared to finish fifth. Thank you, uh, Phil in Werribee. Warren, if you're listening, that's for you. There you go. Um, and uh, as a Norwich fan, EPL survival would be enough for me. That's Ian in Baldwin. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think any of, the, um, any of the promoted teams, that's all you expect mm. in the first year. Just finish and not get relegated, and then you can build from there. Hang on. Yes. Yep. And... Uh, Leeds currently owned by my crooked Italian. 30,000 <laughs> 30, crowd expected for opening day against Burnley. So that's a, yeah, they're still a big club. Yeah. You know, it's just that they're starving for that success. They, they, they must just really want to get back. It's but a, I think that Salino, and correct me if I'm wrong there, Leeds supporters out there, but I think he's been trying to sell the club or they're going to take the club off him or something like that. So again, they've got problems with ownership and problems with the funding and the potential of that club. But if they ever get it together... They're a club that's as big as any in England. 
There you go. Uwe Rosler is a manager. Um, a crop of young kids that uh, in the sights of Premier League's clubs, Alex Mowat, uh, Sam Byram, Lewis Cook, uh, Luke Murphy, etc. Yep. Um, uh, any love for Spurs in in this room, boys? Any love for Spurs? Uh, look, I, Harry Kane. I mean, you, Kane. Got, you got Harry Kane uh, and a Consi- few of the, considered, uh, yeah. you know, one of the best yeah, in the English yeah. Premier League. And so. uh, the next to go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that's the thing. He's only a young guy. Um, and look, you know, Tottenham had their moments last season. Yep. Uh, under Pochettino, you know, it's, it's his second season there. Uh, they're young enough too. They're not. They're, there's no oldies in there. They're a mobile team. Uh, they play good football, especially at home. They can match any of the London clubs in any of the derbies. Uh, but again, it's all about consistency. Have they got the grunt? Have they got the resilience to go for 38 games? And that's what you've got to do. It's not just patches. It's not 10-game stints and then mm. fall away Christmas because it's too cold. Yeah, they'd be feeling pretty good about this, but uh, we have to take a break now, boys, and uh, come back with a little bit more of the Diego's on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. I've had teams before that if you told them to go the far post, they sent mail to Albuquerque. This has been a sad coaching moment by the four Diego's. And coming up after Diego's, it's uh, Scott Cooney with All Night Appetite right through until uh, 6am. It's a long haul from Scott, but uh, it'll be great radio um, if you're up and about, of course, from 12 till 6, boys. uh, It's been a big night. Thanks for your text messages, of course. But uh, pick... What's happening with Tom Rogic, Carlos? Just uh, yeah, you know, a lot seconds. of people have been asking about Tommy Rogic. He's back playing. The groin is flexible. It's pliable. <laughs> it's uh, malleable. Malleable. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's actually stretching with gay abandon now in uh, on playing for Celtic. But uh, and he played some really good friendly games too, and they've been really raving about him. But he didn't start on the weekend, <laughs> so I just hope that uh, it's not one of these things where they love him but they don't play him. And Tommy and the people who represent you, get out of the place if yes. you're not going to be playing. Let's hope he gets a good uh, good season under his belt. Uh, that's it for this week's show. So remember, Carlos. We have a Puerto Rican girls hangout. We're over there. there. Wherever you Samba, Rumba and La Bamba. We're over there. Wherever there are girls with fruit on their head and balls at their feet. We're over there. Wherever gringos play football. We're over there. We are the Fort Diego. Bye.